Hello, welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, video game music podcast. This is episode 10-8, and we are your hosts. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell. And every week we get together, we listen to great video game music from all generations, all consoles. We just uh, we pick a topic, and we just dive right in. And dive we shall, because today is actually kind of a expected, but also unexpected topic, I think. Though I guess not think about it. we shouldn't dive just yet. We didn't even do any sort of above a top of the morning time sort of deal. <laughs> All right, so um, I want to say first thing, first things first. Um, next episode is ten nine, which is actually our 99th episode. Ooh. Yes, and so I would like to put it out to all of our listeners, um, every listener that we have, that we are going to do a episode full of just fan submitted tracks. So if you have a song that means a lot to you or one that you, you just really like that maybe we haven't gotten a chance to look at yet, send it our way. And if anything, it also does us a second solid because this means that it could be a track that doesn't fit any classification whatsoever. Yes, this is completely topic free. Just uh, yeah. awesome. Which is great. Um, also, uh, I guess you should know that this is our live streamed episode so if you are a patreon supporter of rhythm and pixels which is patreon.com slash rhythm and pixels you get access to these events once a month we put on a little show we, we do well we do this show <laughs> we just do it live oh no but goes so far to say we put on a show i mean like i'm not sitting here you know dancing a merry just jig looking and you're at your not f- walking the tightrope but look, right here just looking at our phones well i'm not in my defense i'm looking at the actual chat stream so it's not so much that I'm looking at my phone. I'm not. I'm not shopping on eBay here, folks. Right? I'm yeah, yeah. Reading. If you're so. if you're on the live streams, you get the opportunity to uh, take cracks at us. I don't care. It's fine. Don't take cracks. That's, That's not. Nice. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Cool. Well, I'm not your dad. And what's next? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess one thing worth inquiring about, just in general, is um, what did you? So how's your week been treating you? Like I said, we we did the convention. I know that. Yes. So yeah, we just got back from Retro World Expo. And then I took Monday off and played DDR all day when I should have just been resting, which is what I would do. And then it's just been a busy week. Although last night I did spend a lot of time playing Street Fighter, um, Enter the Gungeon. You played some Necro Dancer. I saw that. Yeah. When did, when did you see that? You on, you're online. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I didn't also spy satellites I, in I, your house. I took, in the house, I took I took a picture of me playing Street Fighter, and I put it on Twitter. But I didn't. Um, I forgot that like we're friends on PlayStation. See, now he's going to remedy that, folks. After this episode, he's going to remove his <laughs> offline list. mode all the time. <laughs> Just a shame. Just a shame. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I, I I'm on the second stage of Necro Dancer. That's a hard game. Ooh, it's yeah. a super hard game. I like the music though, so. Spectacular game though, worth every penny. Yeah, what else have I been up to? That's about it. I've been practicing the piano. I've been playing. I've been practicing. Where'd you get a piano? I have a keyboard here. Oh, see, I think piano. I think the full-fledged, massive 
take up the entire corner of your living room yeah. ivory key box. No, 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 no. Just just keyboard, just rocking out scales, chords, arpeggios, trying to learn. Just trying to learn. Like, yes, like, all those words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's been fun. I, I really enjoy doing that stuff. Um, what about you? Are you been playing new stuff this week? or what's Yes up? and no. Uh, so I, it's, it's that time of year for me. Those who know, know. Those who don't, don't. But as a result, doing a lot of Wait, what's the take uh, your mind off of everything. And uh, one yeah. way in which I have done that has been to delve into Shocktober titles. So I booted up my old copy of Evil Within, and I've been playing oh, the DLC of that. Cool, man. You're playing and, all the horror games? Oh, yeah. I like that. And it's been oh, it's been a lot of fun. Like it's The game itself didn't get a great deal of love by folks, but personally, even though the story gets a little, gets a little wonky at times, it's fun to play. And I like the fact that due to the way in which I played it, I played it on hard mode with no upgrades, but base weapons. It was a very challenging title, which involved a lot of stealth kills and stump skulking and hiding under beds and stuff because I didn't have the, the power or the stamina to take everything out. Oh, really? Yeah, it was really fun in that regard. Mm. Something that a lot of games in the pre- recent few years have not really catered to because they usually fit you with the means to take out any and all opposition. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, here's a giant machine gun covered in chainsaws. Just run around and spin in circles. And- exactly. I, I know it's harder than that. I know there's more to it. I'm not good at these games. I need I need easy mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like I like I need that bump of a challenge. Oh but, yeah. But I've been playing that. I am doing a rate a review this week for Raiden Five or Raiden Five, depending on how you oh, want yeah, to pronounce yeah, it. Oh yeah, yeah, I want to try that. Oh, it's good. It's good. Oh, it's good. It's very very good. Um, and I got two reviews coming up down the pike. Actually, it's been weird. So, I got two reviews coming up. Um, Spelunker Party and uh, Etrian Odyssey Five. Was that? Sp- Sp- uh, not Spelunky. The Sp- game that Spelunky is based on. Spelunker. Oh, but it's like multiplayer? It has online multiplayer. It's on Steam. Oh, that's awesome. But I got a review for that. I got Etrian Odyssey 5. And surprisingly enough, we'll see how this pans out. But I think uh, actually another publication wants me to do some write, write an article or two for them. Nice. So that could be could you be let, an interesting thing. You let them know. You let them know what's up. Rambling all around the world. Yeah. That's the shtick. All right. So... Let's talk about today's topic then. I, I, I okay. So I thought that it would be almost kind of like too easy to jump into this one. This is the Halloween music, spooky music. Um, we just did spooky music for the convention Retro World Expo. Yep. And then before that, I was on the the Pixel Tunes podcast where the episode theme, as they called it, was spooky tunes. Yeah. So go to which is hilarious. Definitely check out the Pixel Tunes uh, radio podcast. Um, you'll hear Purnell and Emily from the video game music jukebox, and along with uh, Mike and Ed from Pixel Tunes Radio, and some other guests on there too. Uh, Cameron Worm and Todd. Don't know his last name, but he was a cool dude. Oh, um, one, one of, one of our really listeners, good. one of the people in the stream, asked, "Where are the reviews posted?" Thus ah. far, I don't have any written reviews yet. I'm asking. That's what this guy. Um, this publications trying to get me to do and if i start writing them i'll definitely mention it on here and it's hopefully hopefully i'll be getting my chops but it has to get back into the swing of writing reviews but my spoken reviews are on the sml podcast yes so you can really uh check them out on facebook sml podcast um and that's that's where i've been able to find them but all that stuff's posted to youtube yeah he does youtube twitter and the book face okay cool and you should get like an rss feed and get the podcast thing going 
Oh, just yeah. kind of slap them all in one. I feel nice. like he, I feel like he's doing all the hard work and like the the podcast business is easy. It's <laughs> Honestly, no, I don't. I'm not even gonna lie. Shoot, I. Well, he's doing the hard stuff. He's doing like all the all the, the video yeah, well, situation. He does. It's insane how yeah. much he does. It's sick. All right. Well, that's enough about him. Let's talk about us. <laughs> well, I like my my favorite pastime is long walks on the beach and drinking catfish mocha lattes. Mm. Spectacular. Do you like Michael Jackson? Do you like 1980s Michael Jackson? Hee <laughs> hee. Yes, that's what I picked. Hee <laughs> hee. This is from Shin Megami Tensei If. Michael Michael Jackson. For the Super Famicom. And this is called Hoshoku Kai. And it sounds like Thriller. Thriller it, Night. Yeah, if you don't like just start singing Thriller along to this track, I don't I don't know what's going on with you. So this is um, composed by Sukasa Masuko and, you know, Mega 10. Mm-hmm. You, know how, we, my you jam. know how we do it. All right, let's check this one out. It's half past midnight. Michael's drinking mocha lattes. Oh, <laughs> Alright, so this is called Hoshoku Kai from the game Shimagami Tensei If. Dot dot dot. <laughs> For the Super Famicom, composed by Sukasa Masuko. Yeah, and this is it's all about that funky bass, that funky Michael Jackson bass. Um, I was going to ask if you also got that influence, but I sang through the whole song, so... Yeah, if I didn't get the influence, <laughs> you kind of imparted it onto me, so there was really no no room for interpretation. <laughs> but hey, can't complain. This is an awesome jam from an awesome game that I've yet to play, but I know so much about it that you'd think I've already finished it. I'm not kidding, yeah. Yeah, like, this is like one of my holy grail I wanted to get a fan translation titles. And I don't know when that'll ever happen. Fun fact, fun fact toy for listeners, folks. This is actually the prequel to the Persona series. So if you are a fan of Persona, uh-huh. well, 
here's the origin right here. Yeah, actually, I like this soundtrack. It's very simple. It's very similar. It actually carries a lot of the same songs of the first game in the series. Mm-hmm. But it's got more of this type of thing going on, that do-do-do-do-do-do-do, which is really cool. Yeah, it really kind of stands out and shows just how much of a difference, they how the difference is between like the older style games leading up to the newer ones. And even though they went from Super Nintendo to PlayStation 1, which means they had better sound sound options. Right. They right. maintained the style, that dark, moody style that comes with the series, and it was... Yeah. I, mean, I, I actually kind of missed the way they were doing tracks like that. It just well, hasn't been the same since. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, for a Halloween-themed episode, like Shin Megami Tensei, it's dark. You know? It's super dark. It's like demons in the real world. It's not like a fantasy realm. This is like the real, like, modern world. One of their mascots is a jack-o'-lantern yeah. monster. It's cool. So I was like, let me check out, like one of my favorite soundtracks, which is from uh, If, dot, 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 which is very important. The ellipses, it's very important. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I was like, oh, wow, this is straight up Michael Jackson. Like, this is not just a, like a spooky kind of fun track. This is a fun thriller jam. Half past midnight, too. That's right. See, now I'm going to be stuck with that in my head. Not even the whole song, just <sighs> that part. So should I, should I um, reveal... No. Your amazing no. set list for today, or should we just make that a surprise? I'm just going to go through it. Okay, I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. All right. Uh, what's what's your first song, though? What do you want to pick out? So my first track, I'm going to kind of go in a little of an order here. So okay. first track I picked is actually from the game Tiny Toon Adventures uh. for the Nintendo Famic- uh, Famicom. <laughs> here we are in Japan um, for the Super Nintendo. Yeah. And the track is called Haunted Forest from the Haunted Forest level, ah. composed by Jun Funahashi, Mase Nakashima, and Satoko Minami. Welcome back. You're listening to the Haunted Forest stage tune from the game Tiny Toon Adventures on the NES. Track composed by Jun Funahashi, Mase Nakashima, and Satoko Minami. This track was one of those levels where growing up and before YouTube and soundtrack options, you you had to actually play the game to hear the tracks that were on (laughs) it. Yeah, yeah. I would look forward to this level every play. It was this level and I want to say Wacky Land. But uh, these were those were like the two levels in particular where I would get to the stage and practically run out the clock. I was letting the track the play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's been so long since I played this game, but like I don't remember the, the levels too well. But I know this song. Like as soon as I heard this, I was like, "Oh my god, it's so good!" I spent so much time with this game as a kid, like just over and over and over again. See, now I'm trying to remember. I think I remember the levels. It was Acme Acres. Then it was like a weird like pirate ship sort of level. Then there was the forest. They were all then kind of related Boomtown. to the. Oh, 
Elvis. Good old Elvis. Yeah, he's going to knock down your phone. It's, it's all kind of related to, like, because uh, uh, you, you start with Buster, but then you have, like, your extra character that you can turn into, which is, like, Plucky or... Plucky, Dizzy Devil, Dizzy, and Dizzy Devil. I can't remember Taz's, Taz's son. So, did, so Taz has a son. No, no, no. They they weren't sons. They were just a child, child in like the next generation of the tunes. But they weren't. Right. Bi- they weren't so biological. His brother had a kid. I don't think any of them had any kids. His brother-in-law. I got you. Okay. What? No. There was no sex involved with making these tunes. It was all painted face. I know, no, no. It's just like because in these in these worlds, especially like in the '90s, it was like the cartoonists were like almost personified in the show, and the shows were so self-relevant. Like, oh yeah, like the yeah, very. Yeah, I think the very first episode, they actually like had the cartoonists pin them down yeah and then they were like hey can you just draw me a friend and the cartoonist like draws babs he's like a girl a girl like they changed his mind yeah the only um episode i really remember well is the one where um plucky wants to go into the advanced wild takes class episode was great which is like you know wild take is when you like go when you over exaggerate something so he like had his eyes bug out and his tongue fall out and his head gets super huge and it got stuck mm-hmm. and he's trying to play it off Buster had to help him break out of the wild take and I think he had to just calm down was how it worked yeah but that episode uh the always fav- always the weirdest one with the drunk driving episode yeah the drunk driving episode the one with um they might be giants mm-hmm. yeah that was pretty good they go to the prom there were just so many genuinely great episodes yeah, of that show good and weird episodes it's so strange every time they went to Babs uh house now Babs had parents because she has like a billion brothers and sisters yeah which I always thought was really funny <laughs> and like and she was always like you had to babysit them or be held up by them when she was her and Buster was supposed to go out and do stuff yeah but Overall, the NES Tiny Toon Adventures, oh, spectacular I game. remember renting this thing and being blown away about how like how good it played, or how well it played, and how good the music was. And now looking back as an adult, I'm like, well, it was developed by Konami. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this wasn't like some fly-by-night like um, Western, uh, uh, um, uh, what's the LJN situation? Well, back then, I mean, even the licensed games were genuinely pretty decent. I well... Mean, Let's, you might not have liked Nightmare on Elm Street by LJN, but I did. Well, let's talk about licensed games, because that's what I chose next. Wait, Friday the 13th? <laughs> this worked right into my next track. It's only Friday the 13th, isn't it? No, absolutely what? not. Yeah, you think it was. No. Monsters in my pocket. This is Terminator 2 Judgment Day for the NES. I'll judge you, all right. Stage 3, The Mental Hospital. This is composed. Nothing says horror like The <laughs> Mental Hospital. <laughs> Yeah, nothing says horror like a like an NES game composed for for a movie <laughs> or made for a movie. Um, this is composed by Tim Fallen and Jeff Fallen. So oh, the Fallens, the Fallen brothers. So it's very atmospheric and it's it's got that Fallen sound. So check it out. Hope you like it.
Right, this is uh, stage three, the mental hospital from the game Terminator 2 Judgment Day for the Nintendo Entertainment System, composed by Tim Fallen and Jeff Fallen. And this is a lot of atmospheric sounds of like, I feel like clanging and like, a, like, a, like metallic sounds of like hearing things like in a stairwell and then like maybe sirens and things going off, you know? I get the kind of, I get the feel of mental hospital from this only in the sense of how like erratic it is. Mm-hmm. Like, his idea of being in a mental hospital is, like, you can't keep your thoughts together. You're right. kind of in a rather influx state of mind where everything's going, bounding off the walls. And this track has... Definitely has that. Definitely now th- has. Now, this reminds... I, I can't believe I didn't think of this until now. But, of course, in the movie Terminator 2, like, in the opening is when Sarah Connor is in the mental hospital because she's telling everyone that the, the, the robots are going to rise and the machines are going to destroy the world. And she's in, she's in a mental hospital. Really? Yeah. And then that's when the T-1000 comes in to try to kill her. And then that's when Arnold Schwarzenegger, the T-100, comes to save her. Interesting. That movie is, like, awesome. I've like, seen I'm it. I'm remembering but- it now. I'm like, I, I watched it a ton when I was way too young to be watching that kind of movie. Ah, oh, nah. We were, we were growing up in the 80s, man, back when you it weren't too young for anything. <laughs> for anything. I, watched, I watched Nightmare on Elm Street 2 when I was five. Oh, or was it six? <laughs> I can't remember which, but it was definitely at a really young age. Okay, here we go. So, you know, while we're here with some spooky spooky NES music, what's, what is one of your current, like, today one of your favorite horror movies not that it came out recently but what's like one of the ones that you like the most um it's a tough call honestly i would say at least recently because as you may know movies and i i don't keep up with them too often because i'm terrible you do watch them though oh yeah yeah i would say uh it follows was great yeah and uh drag me to hell was a hilarious horror now you saw get out i know i didn't get a chance to see that one yeah yeah but horror felt that felt less like a horror movie more like a true to life documentary so <laughs> oh, god i can't really yeah put that... that in the horror genre that's a document that's a, oh, that's a documentary gotcha so, but if it weren't a documentary, oh man, it would be. That's good. All right, so it, it it follows and Oculus. Oculus, you said. Oculus was legit. Yeah, Oculus was good. What See, was I got a feeling you could just start naming films and then I could respond that way. I'm gonna say the last movie that really scared the pants off of me was the the Ring, the American version of the Ring. But why? No. Why? Why? Okay. Uh, I have this thing when it comes to creepy movies. All right. The Ring <laughs> falls in that bucket. Pet Cemetery falls in that book. Is it just, is it just the, the, the scenario isn't plausible? Is it, isn't oh, like... no, 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 not that. It's plausible for a horror... I mean, because they're horror movies. Everything's weird. So Okay, good. Before I go on to them, I'm name three films. Okay. The Ring, Pet Cemetery, Candyman. All three of those have one very particular thing in common. If you just didn't do something stupid, uh, yeah. you'd have nothing to worry <laughs> about. See, Friday the 13th... You know, Jace is at the camp. You yeah. have no control over if he hunts you or not. He just wants you dead. Freddy Krueger can't go to sleep, and there's nothing you can do to stop him from hunting you if he wants you. Candyman, don't say his freaking name in the mirror three times. That's pretty simple. Pet Cemetery, don't bury things in the cemetery that people say is cursed. All right, but I'm saying the ring, you have the videotape. You have the tape! You didn't know what it was. That was the thing. They didn't know what it was. They, they thought it was did. like a movie. They yeah, just put it in. But that's the thing. It's like, so... This is me as a kid, at least. I can't speak for my adult life because I know better now, but if I got a chain letter as a kid and yeah. it said send it to seven people, seven people got it. If you Have you seen this movie? Yes. Do you remember how they watched the movie in the first place? I just remember they got the tape. It can't usually become in the mail nope. or, they, or it was like a, rep- nope. like a reporter got it. Okay, nope. so tell me more. No, no. They, they, were, they were like, they went to a motel and there was a TV 
VCR combo, and there was a whole bunch of movies. Oh, and he got it in all the, the rent. In the lobby. And they were like, we're bored, we're just going to watch a movie. She picked one up, and it wasn't an actual movie. It was a home video, and then they played the thing, and it was super creepy. And it was The Ring. And, yeah, and I couldn't sleep for weeks. <laughs> See, but if I remember correctly here, again, if I'm off, someone feel free to correct me. I know, but there's me. stuff around it. I know, I know. It's like... I mean, like, that's not like... That's not, that's not what's going to scare you, man. It's the atmosphere and the tension. Oh, we got the atmosphere, but I'm going to tell you, the only thing about it that legitimately said, oh, mess, was when they showed what happened after the seven days. That was creepy mess. Yeah. But you know what happened at the end after the creepy mess? She mailed that dang oh, tape. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She totally re- uh, copied it and mailed it. That's now, right. um, It Follows is the one that really stuck with me, too. Like, it was a good adventure kind of... Um, thriller, but there were some genuinely terrifying moments about how the ghost can follow you. That like I still like I could I still don't even want to think about it. You know, it's like it's just too much. It's I just too... can't picture living in that life. Exactly. That that's what it does to you. And 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 but it's also it like like um maybe not exactly like but sort of like um uh, get out. It's also another like social metaphor. Mm-hmm. So um. Yeah, so if, and for that reason, I think more people should watch this movie. But like, it's good; it's really good. And music is done by Disaster Piece, my favorite video game uh, composer. I think. I think. I think, he's he's, I, I think he's my favorite. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say right now, he's my favorite. Wow, he even took over all the greats, the Shimamoras, with a fallen track in the background. The <laughs> Koshiro. I'm telling you, Disaster Piece is amazing. Uh, Vert. Vert, yeah, he beats Vert. I think so. Man, disaster piece stepped up. Ah. He's only what games has he done soundtracks for aside from Fez? Oh, he did um uh, Hyper Light Drifter. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sure another one, but I haven't played that one. So those, those two are so good. I just love them so much. Okay, so that was that. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Let's move on to our next track. Okay. So this track I'm selecting has nothing to do with the ring. And you'd be a fool not to want to listen to this tune. Really? And you'd also really want to share it with your friends, which is what I'm doing today. <laughs> is this going to be a haunted cartridge? <laughs> yes. You must play it with seven individuals or else. Oh, I like that. Or else the track, <laughs> the cart will just disappear from your game collection on your on the eighth day. Uh, if, you, if, you, if you pass it around too much, it might. Oh, that is true. Because people, somebody that you might, might, someone unwholesome might like it and <laughs> walk away with it. So what's that? So the next track I'm going to select from is from the awesome game, Tiny Toon Adventures, Buster Bust Loose. Oh. The track title is Spooky Mansion, the third stage, and it's composed by Kazuhiko Uehara and Yuki Morimoto. <laughs> Thank you. 
Ooh. You are tiptoeing through the <laughs> tip-top tilly-wop spooky mansion from the game Tiny Toon Adventures Buster Bust Loose. The Super Nintendo, composed by Kazuhiko Uehara and Yuki Morimoto. This game, honestly, compared to the NES bomb Tiny Toon Adventures game, it was... It felt very cartoon-like, to the point where even every level was themed to be like a different episode of the show, yeah. like unique episodes and in that. The graphics are like bright and and uh, clear enough that it's very cartoon-like. Like it plays very cartoonish. Like the animation's solid. Yep, animation cartoony, sound effects cartoony, music cartoony. Oh, wait a minute, you were playing this pretty recently. I think I was actually. Yeah, well, like, like it's like a week or two ago. <laughs> oh no, no, I'm like, we're talking like a month for this. Oh really? Okay. It was like a month or so, but it. You know, still, it's just really, really slick. It's a short game, unfortunately, but it lends itself to multiple playthroughs. Mm-hmm. And the spooky manor, sorry, the spooky mansion level actually does carry a very rather spooky theme to it because it throws in a bunch of the scarier characters from the Tiny Toons cartoon, like the monstrous cake and the two headed, <laughs> like, gremlin monster, yeah. Frankenstein. Yeah, I remember that. Ghost monsters. And pretty much, if it was a scary character in Tiny Toon Adventures, the cartoon. It was an enemy in that stage, and the boss was Gene Splicer. So it was like, (laughs) what's not to like about this? It was just an awesome, awesome theme stage. That's cool. Yeah, that track. I mean, you see, like you were digging it too. This track's cool. It's really cool. It's it's not doesn't have like the rhythm and like the weird, but it's got that atmosphere. It's got that like um like that old old movie kind of horror movie atmosphere. You know, where it's like, what's happening around the corner? Like that sort of thing. Like they walk into the house and lightning strikes us. I was like, okay, yeah. Where are we going to sleep tonight? Uh, I'm kind of hungry. I'm just going to check out the fridge. Yeah, but it's, it's still also a kind of video gamey in that there's a little bit of um, that's like a, it was like a clarinet or like an oboe or something at the end of it. That's like boop 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 boop. You know, <laughs> I, I almost like I kind of equate that sound to like kind of video gamey. Like you found a thing. But Go this, find the boss. But you know? in this case, you're always finding things. You're finding terror. Oh, it's, it's suspense. Scary, huh? Horror. Is this where a Hampton J. Pig comes out? Oh, no. Asking Hampton's not on this stage. Just Babs. Oh, okay. Is Hampton in this game? Yeah. That's all the tunes are in it at one point. And on the football stage, I think every all the almost all the male characters oh, wow. are. Because you got Furball, Hampton, Plucky, <laughs> Buster, and I think even Dizzy are all on the football team. I think this game is your Rye Star. I don't know. You played a lot from this game. See now I'm going to, have to look. So I'm going to, have to do some digging. I've, d- I've done I've done the stats actually. But was it Buster Bust Loose? I don't know. I, I do- don't know for certain, but I've got spreadsheets. <laughs> I gotta look at these spreadsheets because I've done this <laughs> level and I've done the Sky Stage. We haven't done Wild West themes yet, but I got a feeling that if we ever do, oh, what? There's an episode theme. Um, it's going to be uh, from Buster Bust Loose. What is it going to be from Buster Bust Loose? Most likely. Yeah, I love that dude. But uh, but yeah, that'll definitely be a thing. So, Star Wars. This could pop up. So many. See, look what you've done. It's probably going to become my rise. It's too good. It's too good because it's so thematic. Like every episode, every stage is like an episode of something else. You know? mm-hmm. so, and that's fun. I if like we that. Do a, did we already did. We didn't do a football episode yet, did we? No, we've done a golf episode. Buster Bust Loose. Oh, we should do a football episode for Buster Bust Loose. <laughs> just, to, just to get <laughs> it in there. That's a great idea. All right. Um, I know that uh, uh, Michael would like us to do a football episode, but it's not American football. Oh yeah, that's true. We could actually we should do a football episode oh, yeah, I, I for not American football just to screw people. Yeah, like, I think today I, on the football well, there's, episode. There's a lot of really, really, really good uh, music from games like um, 
pro uh, pro J League and um, FIFA related type titles. But I'm going to move on to some more animated features. How about that? This is Friday 13. Okay, this might be the longest title of a SNES game that I have on the show. It is Disney's Magical Quest 2, The Great Circus Mystery, starring Mickey, Mickey and Minnie. Minnie. <laughs> I do remember. I almost bought that game actually last weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, I came close. Um, oh, from the con? Yeah. Oh, man, they had a lot of stuff there. So this is the Haunted House episode. Uh, Haunted House stage. Haunted House episode. And this is composed by Makoto Tomozawa for the Super Nintendo. We're back. You're listening to The Haunted House from the game Disney's Magical Quest 2, The Great Circus Mystery, starring Mickey and Minnie. Both of them together at last. On the podcast Rhythm and Pixels Video Game Music Podcast 2, The Great Podcast Mystery, starring Pernell and Rob. Who keeps stealing those funky fresh beats? (laughs) Gotta find out. Solve the crime. Look out, guys. It's morphin' time. (laughs) And then you keep rhyming it. <laughs> Gotta keep going. See, I'm, maybe I'm, I, think, I keep telling myself I'm going to challenge myself one day yeah, like, to have a rhyme day where rhyme everything I say has to run. Oh, that'd be great. Like, like be that's wrong. a goal. That's a straight up. That's like a that is that is like that's something good. That's a good day. Yeah, like, like, it doesn't have to be, be a consecutive. Day, yeah. Like it doesn't have to be a constant rhyme, but at least has to one thing has to rhyme with the next thing. Like I don't know. Like I'm not even going to try right now because that's that's going to take legitimate planning. You just do it. Now, um, Castle of Illusion, just to clarify, now, rhyme illusion. Castle of Illusion is a popular title. That one wasn't affiliated with this series of Mickey game. This was That was on the Genesis. Yes. And it actually did get a re-release, too. That's right. It did. Yeah, on yeah. the PS3. I'm not sure if the Xbox 360 got it or not. I think I... No, no, that's right. No, I, th- I think I saw it on PS Now. Yeah, because it was like... It, PS Now would have it, for right. sure. 
But like, yeah, it was like it was because the earlier games from Disney that were awesome, aside from the obvious Nintendo ones, there a lot of people know like Chip and Dale and Darkwing and all. Yeah, I almost, was, I almost bought that last night, but oh, instead I played more Street Fighter. So good! Oh, so, oh the Disney afternoon, oh, the Disney collection. afternoon collection, yeah, worth every penny. And they should no, do like a Disney, another Disney collection of like the magical. Quest series and and like the NES game. Well, this is Capcom we're talking about. They're slacking on that. They don't. They have properties on top of properties that they're just not utilizing, um, or they don't have the rights to them anymore. Because that is possible. Yeah. I mean, the game just because the game exists doesn't mean they have the right to distribute it anymore. It was pretty amazing. They got like you know Tailspin and Darkwing Duck and all that. Yeah, Paul, I'm trying to think. What was it? Oh. Quackshot, that was the one that a lot of people don't remember, but was spectacular. Right. I've only known about that because of a speed run on Awesome Games Done Quick. See, I know about it because the brother that I feud with like on a regular basis, well, not so much anymore because now we just don't talk, right. but back then, <laughs> I guess that would he, um, he had the Genesis and he had Quackshot, and oh, he wow. would like, kind of swing by. I was like, I have a Genesis, and you don't. I'm like, I don't care. Let me play Quackshot, and <laughs> it, it just kind of pounced out in that regard. It was wow. worth it. But um, yeah, I loved that game. It had great music. Still has great music. Hmm. Going to get that on the show sometime. Actually, now I think about it. Really, I should look. I never, I never think. I never thought to look at the Quackshot music. But these Disney titles, I mean, they they weren't developed by Disney. But again, like they had some amazing tracks. Yeah, Mickey Mania is another great one. Yeah, yeah. So this this is good. I, I do like the 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 Disney style sound on the SNES. I think it is like a Disney style sound. You know. Oh, I like it's got it. kind of fun little um, little violin strings in the background, and it gives a little atonal. It gives a lot of atonal. Actually, here's a question a worth crazy. posing to folks too, related to Disney. I didn't think about. Okay, how many people have played Fantasia? Oh, a surprisingly good game. That that was like one of the first titles for the PS2 with like fireworks that flew up in the air. Oh no! no. <laughs> That's freaking Fantavision, man. Are you sure? I'm positive. Hundred percent. There weren't like Liquid mice game. running around. Well, there were mice running around, but they were getting blown up by fireworks. Okay, right. <laughs> the Fantasia <laughs> was released on the Genesis early span, and of course, you start as Wizard Mickey. Yes, and, and involved all kinds of cool stuff related to Fantasia, like the hippos, like the giant dancing hippos, and the brooms with the buckets of water. <laughs> it was just an awesome game, awesome game, and I don't hear too many people or enough people even mention it. Oh wow. Yeah, that's right. I don't, you don't hear about that tune too much. Um, but what, what's your final pick? Oh, well, surprise, guys. <laughs> My final pick is from the game Tiny Toon Adventures, <laughs> Buster's Hidden Treasure. And the track is just from the cave stage, World 3. A lot of threes in this episode for me, too, you notice. That's true. Stage 3 from Tiny Toons. So I didn't, I'll go into that in a minute, but I had no idea this was awesome. So the cave from Tiny Toon Adventures, Buster's Hidden Treasure for the Sega Genesis, composed by Shinji Tasaka, Hideto Inoue, and Tsuyoshi Sakido. Very nice. I do what I do, man. <laughs>
Welcome back. You are listening to the game Tiny Theremin Adventures for the Sega Genesis. Did I say that? Because I meant it. And it's composed by <laughs> Shinji Tasaka, Hideto Inoue, and Suyoshi Sekito. Now, fun fact here, by the way. So, the theme of the episode is spooky tunes, or horror Halloween tracks. So, all three of these tracks are spooky slash horror or whatever. All three of them are from the Tiny Toons games from the 8 and 16-bit generation, and all three of them are from the third stage of their respective games. Hmm. You can't beat that! That's true, man. Actually, no, okay, so this one was stage five, though. No, no, world. So, oh. the first world was the grasslands, oh. second world was the deep forest, the third world was the cave. Oh, interesting. So this is um stage five. This is the cave, and then I think I also have the haunted um, spook mansion was stage five. No, and was it haunted forest is stage five from NES. No, world. I'm telling you, world. It goes by worlds, not the number because it was one 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 two. I'm talking about uh, the worlds. Okay. So world one on Tiny Toons NES was Acme Acres. World two was that whatever level has a pirate ship on it. World three was the woods. World four was Boomtown. World five was Wacky Land, and world six was Montana Max's mansion. I am not arguing with you, my friend. I get down to business. Although I gotta say, um, it's not as bad as some podcast episode numbering systems that are out there. <laughs> <laughs> I just like doing weird stuff sometimes. <laughs> it's just fun. I don't know how to explain it, but like this is cool. I, this is fun. This is like kind of spooky circusy style. Like it's more. It's more carnival. Like scary, which is fun. Mm-hmm. That's funny you say that actually, because you're not on the thing here. Yeah. But listener Matthew says that this reminds him of exactly that—a spooky carnival. Oh well, thank you, Matthew. So he was on point. He's on point. Mm. So let me guess: is your last your uh, that was the last track? I guess that's the last track. So which makes me sad because that means that your last track wasn't tiny like Tiny Tunes. No, but I'll um mine were all okay. So I had Terminator Two. Mm-hmm. And Magical Quest 2. Mm-hmm. Um, Shimigami Tensei, if. 2. <laughs> well, it's technically kind of 2. No, it has two letters and if. That's just the third in the series, because 2 came out, and then if was the prequel. No, no, if was a side shoot. Right, right, but like the, in the, the, the chronologically. No, there was no chrono. If was a side shoot. I know, but it was released chronologically. Oh, it didn't come out of this. Yeah, yeah. I am a doof buff. Anyway, that's, this is a dumb conversation. I'm turning this down. <laughs> it's not dumb. We're family. <laughs> we are family. We are going to... Um, this is a family matter. <laughs> uh, this is the bonus round. Bonus round. <laughs> <laughs> Actually startled me. Uh, the bonus rounds the part of the show where we play covers and remixes based on today's theme. So we're gonna do some Halloween music. How's that? How's that sound? I guess it's okay. How about a Suppose. Halloween party? Yeah, now we're talking. All right, so we want get some festive. Get some dance music. So um, this is from Joshua Morse. Um, mm-hmm. We've had him on the show. We played him on the show a few times. Um, this is from his uh, compilation Vlad Part 2, and this is his remix of Bone Arc Madness from Symphony of the Night. So it gets him uh, some classic Castlevania goodness in here, uh, composed by Joshua Morse. So let's jam out.
everybody in this chat right now is awesome. Oh, it's good. I love these cats. That was Bone Arc Madness from Joshua Morse off of his compilation Vlad 2. And it's just all... Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, four tracks, so I guess it's a small EP of just heavy electro beats and Castlevania music. And I love it. It's super good. Oh, I do. That was really yeah. good. So um, I'll have the links to uh, Bandcamp. I think you can also get this one on iTunes also, because I'm pretty sure it was uh, released by Game Chops. Which releases a lot of great music. So, but Joshua Morris, anything he, anything this guy works on, it whether it's like some smooth jazz or heavy dance beats, it's always really, really solid. Okay, so Purnell, my final track. Well, yeah, you sent me one, but I didn't get a chance to really listen to it. So I'm curious to what <laughs> to what you picked. Well, like I'm, like, I have no idea. I gotta admit, I kind of, I this is probably one of the first times ever where my bonus round cover is a repeat track that I use in the show. So it's another Tiny Tunes track. And one from we already did, but two reasons. <laughs> one, it's good for copper. I'm um, comp them. God, God, I'm tongue twisted tie like. It's, it's a, good for a comparison. Comparison, okay, And okay. also the other reason is because of the fact that, well, I couldn't think of another spooky level. I didn't want to go with the volcano fiery cave because that's not spooky so much as just frantic. So I went with this. So... This track is a cover of The Haunted Forest from Tiny Toons NES, and it is done by an artist that goes by the name of Stereo Cartridge. Oh, that's, that's a first Spooky. for the show. Mm -hmm. yeah, let's check it out. Welcome back. 
you just got spooked the heck out. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. The track being cover for the tune Haunted Forest from the game Tiny Toon Adventures, covered by Stereo Cartridge. I'm all about hearing that song again, because I like that tune. Yeah, I'm already listening, but probably was done with to check it out again, because I do like the track, too. It caught me off guard. As I was telling Rob earlier, he thought I had this one tucked away and ready to go. I was like, oh, no. See, every once in a while, I will have a track in mind that I just can't wait to get on the show. Sometimes I'll even try to steer Rob into category topics yeah. specifically for that purpose. Oh, totally legal. Sometimes we have to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally have to do but that. But in most cases, though, what will actually happen is there will be a track that I like a lot, and I'm hoping that someone did a cover so much so that I'm just like, you know what? No, I'm going to find an excellent cover of this tune. Right. And that's my only purpose. And if I can't find one, I might just go without entirely. That's how determined I am. And oh, this man. guy shows up. And I flipped my griddle. Yeah, now um, this person or um, persons has a, a lot of music on YouTube and SoundCloud and a website in another language. I forget which one it was. Could be Russian. Maybe I think it was Russian. Maybe it was Russian. There's a, there's a number of interesting wow. bands I've come across that were like Russian. But um, but yeah, so... Uh, Russian to perform great music, I mean. <laughs> okay. That's a good one. I am so punderful, you have no idea. This, that's like my third pun today. For more information on the bonus round part of the show, go to rhythmandpixels.com. We're going to have links to their uh, YouTube pages and their band camps and everywhere else so you can buy the music and support these artists. Thank you for joining us on episode 10-8. That is episode numbered 98 of Rhythm and Pixels Video Game Music Podcast. Our focus on Halloween scary music. This is... Did we do this before? Halloween music? I'm almost positive we did, but it makes sense to have it a running theme. Almost to see how long we can last before <laughs> we run out of spooky tracks. But I feel like... Well, there's always like some kind of like fun, haunted like stage and older style games too, so... True, but we might blow through some of those on normal episodes. Maybe, um, but yeah, I hope I hope you enjoyed it. I hope all of our Patreons enjoyed the episode. And before I even forget, I'd like to give a um, a shout out to all of our Patreon subscribers. I want to thank uh, Alex the Messenger. It was good talking to him again, actually earlier this week. Yeah. Want to thank you, Matthew McDowell. I want to thank you, our new um, uh, Patreon supporter, Morton Gangso. I hope I'm saying that right. I'm going to just say Morton. Um, I want to thank Henrik Anderson. Thank you. Uh, Chris Murray. Uh, Michael Bridgewater from Forever Sound Version. Brian Pitt. And David S- Smith. I, I, I'm laughing. I at forget the fact every that week. All the, well, it's just the fact that of all the names, you had the most trouble pronouncing David Smith. I'm not, not trouble pronouncing. Trouble remembering. That's even worse. It's like the most common name in the English language. I need to update my list and remove just the word says D period Smith and actually put like a name there. But thank you very much. You know who you are. We know who you are. Thank we you. definitely do. Yeah, thank you for you your support. 
We absolutely appreciate it. Um, but if you'd like to get in contact with us, go to our um, email address. Pixels at hotmail.com. And if you would like for more information about our show, um, a full track listing from our episodes, um, links to all of our past episodes, and also links to where we're going to be next, go to the website. Realmandpixels.com. And if you'd like to check in with us on uh, social media, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, do, we're doing almost almost different things in all of those those areas, but most of the conversations happening on on Facebook, and then the silly pictures are all happening on Instagram, and on Twitter's more of the same. So, <laughs> but it's all rhythm and pixels, rhythm and pixels, all one word. Um, yeah, and if you if you like the show and you want to support, you know, go over to Patreon.com/slash Rhythm and Pixels. Um, just a dollar here or there. <laughs> goes a long way and it gets you access to these silly live streams in which we talk and banter and joke with you in between songs and david definitely just confirmed uh, david he, he okay. understands that it's a very challenging name i'm sorry and man. that you know he, he understands he's giving you a pass this is cool. oh my gosh <laughs> you know yeah it's just these crazy names man i know like and he spells it with an a david i mean david <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I figured it'd be spelled D-A-Y, you know. Right. Yeah, could you make sure you spell it phonetically from now on? Oh, stop it. I know, I was just kidding. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Um, all right, so uh, next week we are going to have episode 99, which is going to be all fan submissions. So Fanapalooza! Fanapalooza. So we have tracks um, given to us Same pending. and recommended to us throughout these past two years so we're going to use a lot of those but if you have any that you want us to check out and want us to, to bring to our attention to our listeners attention please let us know you can let us know through our email you can let us know through Facebook just anywhere where you can put you can type in a text box we'll probably see it um, and then after that we're going to have our 100th episode spectacular which may or may not be as spectacular as you think and then we're going to be at the Thy Geekdom Con which is a retro comic book video game cosplay style convention in Wilmington, Delaware on November 4th. Looking forward to having good time. Yeah, we'll be there on the main stage at 2 p.m. Saturday, November 4th. I'm going to try to live stream that, but we're definitely going to be recording that for a full episode. So maybe try to get a little sneaky and convince Ryuji to come off for five minutes. Like, hey, say some lines. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, he plays, uh, he's a one punch man, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah, I think he does Saitama in that, too. That's pretty cool. So we're going to have some, uh, maybe, I don't know. I don't know who's going to be involved. That might be a really weird show in the end. It just be, I mean, see how it works. Like, it'd be cool if we could just pull him on. Like, hey, man, I know you're busy, but I've, <laughs> I've been a fan of the games and stuff. We're doing a podcast. Can you just come on and, like, yell something related to Ryuji doing One Punch? <laughs> that would be cool. Um, but that episode's going to be all uh, crowd pleasers fan favorites and uh, crowd movers so anything that's fun funky maybe a little bit more well known we're going to probably get into it there because it's not exactly a video game convention but it's going to be a lot of fun and I'm super thankful for them to have us and do you want to say anything else or are anyone on YouTube saying anything crazy honestly these guys are just awesome and they're just saying like thanks for having thanks for doing the live stream and cool. this glad. is a lot of fun in which case i and i'm and you as well concur 
this is a blast and a half to do. Yeah, it's always like more fun than I expect. It's not so hard to put together, and it's just nice to to have something special uh, for people who really want to support us, like, who 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 like us enough to support us. You know, it's and it's a- it is kind of funny because when you proposed the idea as like thing to do with the Patreon, my thought was, who in the heck wants to watch us talk for an hour? And then it turned out to be anything lot. but. Yeah, <laughs> so. it's it's the opportunity to like you know just like you know talk to us during the show. All right, yeah. Matthew M is awesome. Speaking of one punch, can we get Moomin Rider on the show? You mean the best character on the show, the one that no one wants to talk about? He's a grade C hero, but he kicks butt like a grade A. That guy can ride at 10 speed like nobody's business. I'm going to keep acting like I know what everyone's talking about. It's I've, all good. I've never seen the show. Got to get you on that show. Yeah, just check it out. It's, it's short, right? I think it's like 12 episodes. It goes fast. I checked that out. All right. And we will see you next week on the Rhythm and Pixels video game music podcast. No, no, no. It's the spooky. It's the creepy episodes. All right. See? We may not see you next week because we're both buried alive. See you next time on Rhythm and Pixels. <laughs> buried under uh, mountains of bills and medical expenses on Ooh. Rhythm and Pixels. The terror. And that's how much life insurance will cost for your next of kid. That's right. Um, hey, my name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Spooktacular Perpodogalicodis Pernella Pergopodarkle. No. Uh, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. And we'll see you next week. And remember, I, this episode comes out on the 23rd. But the, by the time the next one comes out, I think it will be it will be too late for this. So Halloween is going to be right around the corner. And I know as we all get older and decide we don't want to really participate, you got to flip that script, man, because Halloween isn't necessarily about us. It's about the miners who were stuck being kids. <laughs> and they can't afford their own candy. So they look to us, the adults, to dump mouths upon mouths of excellent candies into their pillowcases, knapsacks, bags, whatever the heck they can get their little hands on. Make the best house you can, get the best loot you can, and pad those kids up with the best cans you can think of because these are the memories they're going to be talking about when they're like 35 and like stuck at their desk. Like, I remember when I was a kid, Halloween was around. So don't forsake the holiday. Look out for everybody. Got for that helicopter. What the hell's going on out there? Apparently, they heard that was promoting Halloween trick-or-treating, and they weren't standing for it. Jeez, the right. man won't stand for that. It's all the more reason why you need to give up more candy. Yeah. They, they're they making sure that people are buying enough candy for the kids out here. Mm-hmm. There it goes. <laughs> I love Michael. USA Healthcare, too scary for me. It's too scary for all of us, Michael. Yeah. It's, it's an adventure. It's, it's a horror movie every day. <laughs> I better stop recording. Thank you.